It's kind of amazing. Let's show you how big Elvis. Hey, mama. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? How big Elvis still is. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley is going through a nasty uh, divorce right now. Oh, is she? Yeah. So okay. she's uh, working on how much money she's going to have to pay this guy. Mm-hmm. Get his name here somewhere. Do we care what his name is? You want me to look this up? Anyway, I... she's going through the uh, divorce proceedings. I'll find it. Had to disclose how much money that she's making on a monthly basis. Yeah. Part of her salary comes from Elvis Presley Enterprises. Now, that's the organization. It's not so much his estate, I guess. It's the company that was put together by, I think, Priscilla. Sure. To deal with licensing his music, his image. Right. The movies, all that stuff. She's averaging $104,000 a month. What? From Elvis Presley Enterprises. That's her cut. She makes another $4,365 a month as an executive level employee of the Graceland House and Museum in Memphis. So wow. she's making about $105,000, grand, $108,000, somewhere in there alone just from the Elvis money. That's amazing. Hey, that's me, baby. Wow. From my little baby girl. Well, if you remember a couple months ago... They... Michael Lockwood is his name. Oh, okay. That's her is, ex-husband. Is he famous? Is he is he someone, or is she just... I don't know who he is. Probably a publicist or something. Yeah, I mean, I, do we really care about the ex-husband? No. We're on Team Lisa Marie here. We, of course we are, sure. But on the other hand, that's a lot of cash well, to be you, earning from dead dead. If you remember, just a few months ago, they trademarked Elvis. And so even in Las Vegas, remember, they had to yeah. take all the... But you know Elvis what that's about? This is a new thing. There's a new thing with all these artists who are all selling all their stuff to right, these the management companies. And then the company then, it's like a reverse mortgage where they give everything to the company <laughs> and then they slowly get money back for oh, giving them everything. That's kind of what it is. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. Elvis Presley Enterprises is now managed by this company that gets everything, but then they're paying a fee back. You know what I'm saying? To the living members of the uh, Elvis estate or whatever. But Elvis Presley Enterprises and then the Graceland estate. I don't know if they manage Graceland. I don't really know the details of it. What I do know is that she's getting almost $108,000 a month just collecting the cash from dad. How come I couldn't have a dad like that? <laughs> like, what did what did I do to yeah. deserve that? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? We think of the Kardashians and, you know, people born into this. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Elvis has been dead for 50 years almost. It's amazing. Unbelievable. Still the king. Yeah. And so uh, Michael Lockwood wants a little cut of it. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I wonder if she has to give any money to uh, Michael Jackson's kids. Because they're not her kids, but she was married to Michael Jackson for a while, too. You remember that Wait, whole why thing? Why would she have to give it to her, his kids? I don't know. Though? <laughs> just cause I just I mean, wonder Michael if any Jackson had his own money he probably had more than her I so. just like I remember them I remember that being a whole thing when they were together but right. I don't remember there being a big uh, divorce mess so maybe they they probably had ironclad prenups probably had they Tom both... Brady's lawyer right <laughs> well that was that have a nice day you get nothing I get nothing walk away that's what I did baby just walk away Brenda J. Broderick baby <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss on 99.7 FM in South Jersey, Atlantic City. Anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Welcome to Tuesday, a tasty Tuesday, November the 29th, 2022. That means the food file is on the way. Mm-hmm. Got a lot going on as we're well into the thick of the holidays here. Stories trending about food, beverage, drinks. Yes. Alcoholic, sweet, tasty treats, and a whole lot more. We tentatively have a phone call we're expecting here. Of course, he may well be sicker than a dog. Oh, boy. Mr. Leonard checking in with holiday greetings. That's exciting. If he remembers to wake up this morning, we'll <laughs> might have to call him. We'll see what happens. Okay. We'll do hashtag mom. Confessions. 7-29-20. The holiday mom confessions are always good. We'll check the uh, Fast Five. The birthdays. We'll do he said. She said. At 7.50. We got a bulletin board on the way in just a couple of minutes here. So another busy one on the way. Where Chris Kringle cash pays every single day. Up to five hundred dollars when we play, mm-hmm. and you know if you haven't done it yet for whatever reason, maybe you haven't. You're just hearing about this. You go to one hundred seven one theboss dot com and click the little picture we get there. Santa Claus. It says Chris Kringle Cash. 
presented by Guire. You click that and uh, you sign up. You'll not only get the exact hours that we play, so you get a little leg up on everybody else that has not signed up. You right. also instantly qualify for five thousand dollars. We're just a couple of weeks away from giving away the five grand uh, grand prize. Yeah, just before Christmas comes in handy. Yep, but you'll have to be the tenth <laughs> caller and uh, win some money today, and then qualify for the five grand. And you, you're only qualified if your name is on the list for signing right. up. Right. One zero seven one theboss dot com. Does that all make sense? It does. Good. The Chris Kringle cash. We get a lot of questions. About that. Boy, this is a crazy story. Thanks to uh, Peter Billingsley. He was on with us the other day. They have a new mm-hmm. Christmas story movie. It's a sequel to the original Christmas story. It was very cute. It was great. They we we thought it was really well done. Because yeah. when I saw this was coming, you go, oh boy, why are they doing another one? Yeah. This looks like a money grab. But then you see it, and it was actually really, really nicely mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Peter Billingsley is a kid that played Ralphie. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's 50 years old, and the <laughs> premise of the movie is he's coming back home for the first time in many years. And right. it's a really, really nice Christmas movie. It's over there on HBO. The house it was used for the exteriors i guess they did not use in the movie no. this new movie Mm-mm. but the house that they used in the original film is in cleveland and it's been turned into a tourist attraction and the right. whole street has got a museum and a gift shop and there's a whole deal and as a matter of fact you and i did a week of shows from cleveland a couple of years ago we did we did the rock and roll hall of fame yep. and I'm trying to remember there's an amusement park out there and then we were mm-hmm. at the christmas story house and again yeah. it's not only is it the house which is a walkthrough it looks like the movie set they got a big museum and all of this with the and they got a store lots of merch oh yeah and they yes, let you try all on the, kinds of stuff. You can put on the bunny suit and take right. goofy selfies. You take know that. pictures in front of the TV, and you can do everything. They had the Christmas tree up. They yeah. have. They even had the. I think the funniest thing when we went into the house that I saw at least was the soap. You know when Ralphie he has to put the soap in yeah, his mouth because he says fudge. They have soap there, and people are putting the soap in their mouth because there's teeth marks all yeah. over it. <laughs> like really? I remember you were a little scandalized by I that. I was ready to leave after that. Well, well, <laughs> well, well. So we brought this up the other day with Peter Billingsley, and I said, you know, we did a broadcast from the home that was used in the original film. He said, oh, that's neat. I understand the people that own it are selling it. I said, well, Ralphie, it's funny. (laughs) Peter Billingsley, it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Because while we're there, we're talking to this guy, and they opened it up just for us because we were doing the radio show. Mm -hmm. So he's walking us around and talking about this and that and saying, you might want to mention this in the show. And it's all fun and games, right? Then he casually mentions... That in addition to running the Christmas Story House and Museum, yeah. he is a participating member of a coven. Mm-hmm. He's a witch. He's, he's, a a, he's a Wiccan. He's a Wiccan. So a male witch is a warlock or a Wiccan. Mm-hmm. And then, of mm-hmm. course, a, a female would be a witch. Yeah. And he said this very casually. Yeah. And Rochelle, no big deal. I, I can still picture Rochelle going, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> and he's just telling us, like, it's this common everyday thing. Right. And meanwhile, we're standing in the midst of Christmas trees and all this oh festive fun stuff about how he's a Wiccan and the world is going to hell and he's, he's going to cast a spell He's casting on us. spells on people. We well, got to go. Peter Billingsley goes, well, that's a fun little nugget. I heard that he's selling the house. Yeah. That's true. That's a news story. Well, TMZ, and I'm just going to play a teeny little clip because it is expletive laden. Mm. But here is the guy that we're talking about here who apparently is a witch. Do we have his name? It's Brian Jones. Brian is Jones. His, he's the owner of the home, yes. Okay, The uh, one of the actors, uh, just a little bit part, one of the little kids from the movie, Yano Anaya, uh, went to visit the home, mm-hmm. and he started screaming at him. And again, I can't play the whole thing because we didn't have a chance to bleep it, but this is... Uh, See, so they're, uh, again, I just can't play the whole thing, but they're yeah. just screaming at each other. Get the bleep off my property. Yes. You're not welcome here. Mm-hmm. Do we do we understand what the altercation was about? Why he was it's, angry at this actor for it, visiting? It says that apparently they have, they have beef for whatever reason. They have a history together. They have a history. And this guy, it was actually trying to put a whole group together to buy the house. Oh, I see. So he was visiting the home. Uh, he had a, he wanted a GoFundMe to put up. 
um, to try to buy it, and and the owner Brian Jones was like, "No, you're scam. You're trying to scam people out of money. You're not actually trying to buy it." I got to tell so, you something. This is not all that different than the whole Tiger King deal, where there's just crazy people involved in what should. I mean, when you think about it, Tiger King is about a people own a zoo, and one guy. Gets in trouble, loses the zoo. That's right. really all it was about, right? Right. But of course, there's all that drama because the people are nuts. Same deal here. Yeah. You're talking about a museum based on a movie, and we got a witch <laughs> who's screaming expletives in the street against yeah. one of the stars of the movie. There is more to this story. Mm-hmm. There needs to be uh, a TMZ made for movie or something. Yeah. I, you know? I don't know. I don't know what what was going on. He, I mean, he was. He's saying My that this God. guy is a scamming people and that he's a loser. And I have to imagine I, this is why they didn't film the uh, the new sequel oh, that's out I'm on sure. HBO at this house because this yeah. guy is out of his mind. Yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. They just didn't want to deal with it. I mean, he was very nice when we met him. He honestly was. And I had no issues. <laughs> you were and emailing back and forth when you set I the was, whole thing I up had, for a couple I, of days. I was. He was very nice to us and very accommodating the witch thing just kind of freaked me out. Thank you, but just a little bit, yeah. Well, but it did. I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I mean, we make fun of the mob. We make fun of the president. But right now, I'm more afraid making fun of well, this guy, Brian he's Jones. He's very he's a, nice. He's, he's a, a nice, Wiccan. He's a nice guy. Oh, my God. Well, TMZ, you better get on this. We need to We need to know the rest <laughs> of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. This is, um, <laughs> these photos are a little strange. I'm just, uh, without showing you the headline, I'm going to show you this picture. We could post this on the Facebook. Okay. You can follow along. See this picture here? Now, what does that look like to you? People going into the water? I guess so. Yeah, it's a bunch of people on the beach. It's kind of, uh, they almost look like they're all red. Yeah, they look They look like they have a uniform on or yeah, something. Yeah, they don't. This is about 250, uh, or I'm sorry, 2,500 uh, volunteers. They're on Bondi Beach in Australia. They are all butt naked. What? It's a big group of over 2,000 naked people. They all got together to raise awareness for skin cancer. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the best idea to go on the beach naked for awareness. <laughs> I mean, do you... That's, you just lather your whole body. That's the sunscreen? first thing I thought of. It seems like a counterproductive idea to invite everybody. I understand it's November. I don't know what the weather would be like in Australia this time of year. It's but still it, pretty hot. It looks pretty nice out. Yeah. If it's warm enough that they're uh, they're not going to get hypothermia from being naked on the beach. Right. There's a guy, Spencer Tunick, that organized this thing. He is a photographic artist. He's an American, by the way, but okay. he gathered everybody there in Australia, people from all around the world, to raise awareness with this picture that was released. It's the fourth time they've done this hmm. in Australia. Interesting. <laughs> this is not as big as previous gatherings he's done. He did one uh, on the waterfront near the Sydney Opera House. He had over 5,000 naked people just walking around. This is all part of uh, International Skin Cancer Action Week. Listen, I've seen that up close yeah. in my own family. Oh. I know people that have had it, and yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, our uh, big boss man had to get something taken off, and he was complaining about how painful that is very when common. you go and get lanced, yeah. and I get it, so it is important. Yes. But not only does it seem uh, counterintuitive to have a bunch <laughs> of naked people out in the sun on the beach, <laughs> is this the best way? This is like, I, it was a wonderful thing to raising money with that ice bucket challenge yeah. for people with, I think it was people with cancer, right? Yes. But we're going to dump a bucket of ice on our head? <laughs> Just make a donation. <laughs> I, I need to yeah. see... I need to see famous people dump ice on their head. I'm, I or totally, a bunch of ugly middle-aged people running around naked on a beach to to not use uh, suntan lotion. Right, what are you doing? Right, I totally agree with you. Maybe donate some sunscreen or some. I mean, something that actually makes sense because that makes zero sense. There to you me. go. Yeah. I mean, if there's someone who says, "Well, I'm I'm underprivileged. I have to work outside. I can't afford sunscreen. Yeah. Make Buy a donation. Buy him some sunscreen. Yeah. Make a donation. Fine." People just probably want to walk around naked, let's be honest. That was my next question, is what kind of a person are you? Where you pick up the paper here and you go, oh, look, honey, look at this. On Saturday, a bunch of other people are going to get together naked. Let's go do that. That'll be fun. What's the matter with you? (laughs)
What do you do if you find out your mom and dad, you know, they're elderly people and they're like, you know what we're doing on Saturday? Mom and I are going to go run around bare ass on the beach. It's for skin cancer awareness. It's a good cause. It's not a good cause. This is not the same as like a go pink October thing where you're doing a, a 5K. You're running around naked with a bunch of people you don't know on the beach. It is Australia, so that might be more common than you think there. All I know is anytime you get a group of naked people together, they're never it's, the people anybody would ever want to see naked. No, it's not. Either gender, okay? Yep, it's this not. is not what you want to see. A bunch of Winnie the Poohs running around well, with no uh, pants. At least it was a good cause. Did you say Winnie the Poohs? Yeah, people running no around pants. with no pants. I'll tell you what, I don't care how woke you think you are. Inevitably, you're in a group of 2,000 naked people. You're going to be looking down, looking up. You're uh-huh. just going to. You have to. You can't help you yourself. You can't help it. It's like a car accident. <laughs> and with some people, it's like a car accident, you know? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. So please, if you think you got a blotch, go get it looked at. Don't yeah. be a jerk. Wear sunscreen. Don't be a jerk. Right. But don't be one of 5,000 people running around on the beach naked and getting <laughs> photographed. Mostly older people. <laughs> Are you okay? No. I just... You're all worked There's up. nothing I can do about this stuff going on in the world, nope. and yet there it is. You don't have to click on the article. You'll be all right. So I'm using my little uh, soapbox here to try and make the world a better place. Okay. Saying don't run around naked on the beach for skin cancer awareness. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. Unless you're a Playboy bunny, in which case go for it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not for skin cancer awareness. You can no. get burned too. <laughs> Need me to help you put on some lotion. Uh-huh. There it is. <laughs> be happy to help. <laughs> be the last thing I ever do, but I'd be happy Correct. to help. Time for Hashtag Mom, Best Segue in Radio. God, fashions. Every morning, 720 and 920, we hear from moms, and we share them on the radio just like this. Mark Williams said, toddlers drink juice like they're trying to waterboard themselves. Take a break, bro. <laughs> Why is it all over your shirt? You have a straw. <laughs> it's true. Carol LaPlante said, my, I asked my twins the best thing about turning six, and my boy twin said, my hands are growing bigger. And my girl twin said, I can drink wine now. <laughs> <laughs> well, start him young. Wendy B07 said, I sent my daughter a text and she responded with, I'll look into this. Thank you. So I guess we're business associates now. <laughs> you should be at home taking care of your kids. It said you're naked on a beach. What are you doing? <laughs> Hashtag mom. Gosh. Every morning, 720 and 920 right here. Oh boy, look at this. The hotline's ringing. Uh-oh. Good morning, Mr. Leonard. And a happy good morning to the crew. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're here. Every time you're on, you were just on a few weeks ago, we get people writing saying, oh my goodness, I grew up with Mr. Leonard. I yeah. remember Mr. Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, we have some requests from your fans. Would you mind if I share these with you? Okay, sure. Well, someone said they, they would love to hear your catchphrase. You used to oftentimes be sicker than a dog when you worked at the old Z Morning mm. Zoo. Would you do your catchphrase for us, Mr. Leonard? Well, sure. You know, I had several catchphrases, but that was one of the top, okay? Because actually, I was sicker than a dog. <laughs> he was sicker than a dog. Can't come into yeah, work a lot today. Sometimes it was because, well, I'm regular now for the most part. Oh, oh. Well, that's, that's a little TMI. <laughs> yeah, it's really more information than I ever needed to know about you. Uh, do you. A lot, of times, a lot of times I was. <laughs> Man, that was a good one. Did yeah, you have other catchphrases? I don't think I knew that. What were your other catchphrases? Other catchphrases was, 
Get your boot off my neck, Scott. <laughs> I've said that a few times myself, believe it or not. That's right. <laughs> Are you still the assistant public service director of this radio station or any radio station? Uh, no, I'm, I'm semi-retired. I see. Mm. Yes, I do some things for some stations just to help them out because they don't know. I've, I've been around the horn and two to twice, Bobby, so they call on me every now and then to... Get him on the right path again. Okay, again, I hate to I hate to be a jerk here. I hate to be a diva, but we've been through this. It's Robbie, not Bobby. Doggone it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really cares. No, but, I don't think all so. All right, final question, and then we'll do whatever it is you want to talk about here, Mr. Lynch. Someone wants to know, do you still have the lime green Pinto? We always get questions about the Pinto. Oh, no, that was that was sent to the junkyard a long time ago. Aww. Actually, I have a smart car. Oh, you do? <laughs> is it a lime green one? Uh, no, it is coral, not oh. pink. Coral. coral, a coral smart car. Wow. Yes. It must be a custom color, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's kind of a little off, though, so people think it's pink. It's not pink. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't say that his car is pink. It's yeah. coral, Yeah. for the love coral. of God. It's coral. All right, well, uh, listen, uh, you tell me that you've got something special for us this morning, something uh, holiday-related. W- what is this, Mr. Yes, Leonard? There's just been something that's been getting right up my nose, and it's like, you know, Christmas <laughs> is changing all the time. They have to add new things and take away things. Huh? What do you mean? You know, like, like, okay, for instance, it's not snowman anymore, right? It isn't? It's not. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got, I got corrected by a Karen the other day. It's <gasps> No folk. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Okay. It's a gender snow neutral people. snow person. Snow that that okay. makes sense. I'm not do that. No, when I make my snowman, I'm putting the carrot below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows it's a snowman. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's the American way. <laughs> oh, he is sicker than a dog. Yeah, I know. Wow. Right? And then they got this thing called the Elf on the Shelf. What the hell is the Elf on the Shelf? <laughs> Well, we, he's he's a little he's elf a little that elf. Uh, you know helps spread cheer for children through yeah. the holiday season. I've never, I've never heard of that. Someone just made that up and <laughs> it started everybody doing an elf on the shelf. Yeah, you know, and then you got to you can't sit Indian style. You got to sit what is it called? Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. That's right. Yes. yes. What is doggy style? Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> I think doggy style is something else, Mister Leonard. That's a different deal. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, Anyway, I created this song that I stole off the internet. <laughs> okay. I, I see. And so I want you to play it. It said, Kick the Elf Off the Shelf by Mr. Leonard. <laughs> All right, we will right. do that for you. So let's uh, let's play it now. Well, I kicked that stupid elf off the shelf. Rather have Christmas all by myself. Today's Christmas ain't got the same show. Well, I'll grow myself under the mistletoe. Don't want no fake silver Christmas tree. Mine's usually dead by New Year's Eve. Hey, I know where you can get one for free. Well, I cut mine fresh from the Firestone links. Yeah, I did. Give me some old-time Christmas songs. But not in October. No, that's just wrong. Spike my eggnog and I'm ready to go. I need some old time. Ho, 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 ho. Christmas is just not the same. Someone replaced the bro with the hoe. You know what I mean. 
supposed to be the best time of year, and it brings out the worst in people. So I got two big decisions to make every year now. Do I want to get trampled on Black Friday, or do I want to have my identity stolen on Cyber Monday? Got a female Santa at the shopping mall. Now who's the idiot that made that call? With all due respect, I love the women myself. But give me a Santa with a couple of jingle bells. So kick that hell right off the shelf. Rather have Christmas all by myself. This kind of Christmas ain't got the same show. Well, I broke myself under the mistletoe. That's what I'm looking Elf on the shelf, give me a break. What's next? The goof on the roof? The perv on the curve? The snoop on the stoop? The drunk in the trunk? Oh, you give me the cutoff sign, huh? That's it? I'm done? That's okay. I don't care. I'm done anyway. You know I'm not a complainer. Merry Christmas. Elf on the shelf. Look at that. A holiday classic. Sure to be a tradition in every home for every season to come for Mr. Leonard. Thank you for uh, for that, Mr. Leonard. We appreciate it. Well, I hate to pick on little people, but this elf deserves it. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy uh, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. All of the above. Same to you. More of it. Mr. Leonard out. And a reminder, if you'd like to follow Mr. Leonard on YouTube, just search him. And he has his very own channel, and mm-hmm. you'll find holiday delights just like that. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Leonard's YouTube channel. Will I kick that stupid elf off the shelf? Rather have Christmas all by myself. Today's Christmas ain't got the same show. Well, I'll grope myself under the mistletoe. Don't want no fake silver Christmas tree. Mine's usually dead by New Year's Eve. Hey, I know where you could get one for free. Well, I cut mine fresh from the Firestone Links. Yeah, I did. Give me some old-time Christmas songs. But not in October, no, that's just wrong. Spike my eggnog and I'm ready to go. I need some old time. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho. Christmas is just not the same. Someone replaced the bro with the hoe. You know what I mean. It's supposed to be the best time of year, and it brings out the worst in people. So I got two big decisions to make every year now. Do I want to get trampled on Black Friday, or do I want to have my identity stolen on Cyber Monday? Got a female Santa at the shopping mall. Now who's the idiot that made that call? With all due respect, I love the women myself. But give me a Santa with a couple of jingle bells. So kick that elf right off the shelf. Rather have Christmas all by myself. This kind of Christmas ain't got the same show. Well, I broke myself under the mistletoe. That's what I'm looking Elf on the shelf, give me a break. What's next, the goof on the roof? The perv on the curve? The snoop on the stoop? The drunk in the trunk? Oh, you give me the cutoff sign, huh? That's it, I'm done? That's okay, I don't care. I'm done anyway. You know I'm not a complainer. Merry Christmas. Elf on the shelf. It's throwaway the leftover day in the USA and time for the food fall. Excellent, it's food fall. Every Tuesday. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I'm getting sick of that button. For all You're that getting hoopla. sick yeah. of it? All the money we spend on the button, I think I'm getting sick of it. Oh, boy, that's not good. Well, we used to just do the food uh, food file periodically, but now we do right. it every Tuesday, so I feel like it we might do. just be a little excessive, you know? Just too much. You know, a little too much. It's kind of fun. Throw away the chicken. It's still only one day that we do it a week. I think I meant uh, turkey. Throw away the turkey. There you go. Probably the chicken, too. Probably the chicken. <laughs> if you got chicken in there, God knows how old that is. Yeah. <laughs> this is the food file. These are stories trending about food, beverage, some... Alcoholic, mm-hmm. caffeinated, yes. sugary treats and delights. We've got them all right here in the food file. Cranberry sauce, too. Mm. File this under You Are What You Eat. New poll of 2,000 Americans by Reader's Digest has found people who enjoy spicy food are more likely to think that they are spicy themselves. <laughs> 62% of spicy food lovers say they are hot, they're attractive, they're sexy people. I'm spicy. <laughs> It's like our buddy Chef Mike. He's got the sexy food. I bet he finds himself to be a sexy man. See, you're not sexy. You're sweating. That's the problem here. You eat the spicy food, you start to sweat. That's what's interesting to me is when someone says they're spicy, to me that means that they got a potty mouth. Yeah. They're a spicy person. spicy. You don't know they got a hot temper. It's spicy. Is that why you call me a spicy bitch? I don't know that I've ever said spicy bitch. Goon, perhaps, but spicy meatball. This is the food file. Here's a wife who's questioning her husband's executive decision, that's what he calls it, to buy a giant half-wheel of Parmesan cheese <laughs> Okay. at the supermarket. He comes home with this thing, and she decides she's going to tape him trying to explain himself. Okay. Man, explain himself. All right. Why would you buy that much cheese? Because I was trying to FaceTime you, and you wouldn't answer the phone. So I made an executive decision. <laughs> I saw something labeled at a price, and I bought And how much did you pay for that? Uh, approximately $10.44. Listen, I see what he's saying. For that much cheese, 10 bucks seems like a good deal. Yeah, that's They're not going to have to buy Parmesan probably for all of 2023. They get through the holiday season and all of next year. It just not- doesn't last forever, though, so you're going to have to... That's Parmesan. I don't know. It's already mold. That's what cheese is. I, I don't know why you say that, because cheese does get moldy. You can't eat it with the, the mold on what it. What do you is think gonna- blue cheese is? It's mold. I, there's a reason I don't like or well, buy blue cheese. That's, that's your nasty. problem. It's delicious. <laughs> Parmesan does not turn into blue cheese when it gets old. It's just old. What they don't say in the video is what she had asked him to buy versus what he ended up buying. Yeah, probably just a little a little baggie of Parmesan cheese and he comes yeah. back with the whole wheel. Right. There'll be some happy mice in that house. A little half wheel of Parmesan, but it's 10 bucks. That's not bad for I a see wheel where of cheese. Head <laughs> a baby was born inside a Atlanta area McDonald's with help from one of the employees. He's now been nicknamed Nugget. Here's his mother, <laughs> Alondria Worthy, and the restaurant manager, Tanisa Woodward, talking about the baby being born there at the McDonald's. I went into the bathroom. I used it. My water broke immediately. The lady came in. She was like, are you okay? I said, no, I'm in labor. I thought that was joking. I opened and she was on this toilet laying back. You're like, I would have given oh. you a free McFlurry, but the machine's broken as usual. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Good luck. So sorry. Here's a happy meal for Nugget. Oh, Good luck. Oh, baby Nugget. And goodbye. Well, let's go to Florida because, of course, it's always... Florida. Florida. Amanda Ramirez has filed a $5 million lawsuit against the makers of Velveeta microwavable shells and cheese because, she says, they're in fact not ready in three and a half minutes like the little cup says. Kraft has not commented. Interesting. This is like the 30 minutes or less to have your pizza delivered, right? So she's suing them? Is it possible she just has a lousy microwave? Probably, because I Lola loves those little Easy Mac things, and they are ready in three and a half yeah. minutes, and they make a huge mess in your microwave. The legal claim that it's false advertising? I guess. What, what's worth right. $5 million? She's so distraught, the emotional distress. <laughs> 
of having to wait four minutes for her mac and cheese. I need my Velveeta. It's still quicker than boiling water on the stove. Yeah. Spicy bitch. <laughs> See? Well, this is fun. We have not gotten the official Guinness World Record certification as of yet. You know, I love these Guinness World Records in Mexico City. Thank you very much. They've whipped up the world's largest serving of guacamole. Oh. It took over 300 cooks, and they made 10,957 pounds of guacamole. Oh they believe God. it is the largest ever guacamole ball. <laughs> largest pool of guacamole. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It really does. You're going to need a lot of chips, though. I was going to say, how many nachos to go with yeah. 10,000 pounds of guacamole? I mean, it's going to be brown in like two hours, so you better keep eating. This is Michelle. Can I have a little more guac on the side? <laughs> And finally, here, a new study has found that picky eaters are less likely to try food served in anything red. Mm. It's unclear why, although the researchers suggested that it might be because people have negative expectations when seeing red. You know, like a stop sign oh, or interesting. A, a red light. Really? So in their brain, it sends a signal that says, stop, don't eat this. That's super interesting. It's a certain personality that would have that thought. Because when I'm eating, I'm not even looking. <laughs> Just shoveling it in as fast as I can before someone takes a dish away from You're me. like, oh, there was a plate under that? Listen. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yep. Food fall. Excellent. It's food fall. <laughs> ready to go. Ready to have me a Zapala. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Those are good. Still thinking oh, about man. that. Still uh, thinking about that. Joe uh, gets some Zapalas over the weekend. I'm so jealous. It's like a spring treat, and he's eating them in uh, November. I love it. Yeah, I was surprised to see them there, but they but they, they had them, and, you know, Kermit pointed them out. Of course he did. And it was time to go have Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing after the show because he said, "Can you just imagine Kermit with the with the food in his pockets, like a oh, jerk yeah, walking out of the? Time. It's a buffet, and he's got to take food home because he's I don't know why, but he, I don't know why <laughs> I, he just does it. And he, well, why not? he takes the stuff, he jams it, and he, he'll make three or four trips down there during the game, so it doesn't look like he's you know. And he'll grab a sandwich, <laughs> he'll grab this, he'll grab that, and he brings it back to the uh, brings it back to the uh, the little uh, booth we have. <laughs> And then he jams it in his uh, backpack. It's so funny. If people missed this discussion yesterday, this is at the Jets game. And if people don't know who Kermit is, I know we talk about him a lot. He's one of our uh, weekend DJs, and he's also kind of Joe's little assistant when Joe is the voice over at Rutgers or at the Jets games. And so, yeah, he's a spotter. He's he's my spotter. Yeah, and I'm sure he would take umbrage at you calling him my assistant. But well, listen, you're Joe Nolan, and he's Kermit the DJ. So I think he can just calm down. Actually, the other day, we were there, and he, um, the other guy is there. There's three of us in the booth, and, and Alex Anthony says, boy, I see. What were they? Oh, yeah, out front, they, were, they had tater tots. Yeah. So uh, Alex says, boy, I could really use some of those extra, a little bit more of those tater tots. And I, I looked over at Kermit, and Kermit said, you want me to go get them? <laughs> and I looked at yeah. him, and I said, well, who else is going to go get them? Yeah, that's exactly right. And just, he got up and he went, because, you know, Alex and I are talking, and he doesn't have to talk. So he went and he got a big, giant pile of <laughs> tater tots. The rest of the game were... <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, uh, we're working on uh, the Christmas schedule, people got vacation. I said, you got to come in on uh, New Year's Day. He goes, I can't. I said, yes, you can. And he goes, okay, I'll be there. That's the kind of guy he is. You break yeah. him real easy. Yeah, no, he, he was, um, well, we were all worried because we thought we were going to have a Jet game on either Christmas Day or New Year's Day because they're both Sundays. Right. Uh, but they gave the Jets that Thursday night game, which is mm. the absolute best. It couldn't have been better. So they're playing on the Thursday before oh, uh, uh, Christmas. So they get yeah. Christmas off. Can you imagine the spread yeah. that night over at, uh, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You know, it depends. I mean, sometimes they have, 
Sometimes they go out of control. Sometimes they don't. But that night, they usually do. Like, they'll have a carving station and all that. Now, this is when you invite me to come, because I'll, I'll be stuffing my pockets. With... No, you can't get in there. That's not, that's, that's not, no. Here we go with this again, how you're not, you can't come up to the booth. Joe is too big no. time to invite his buddy to come up to the booth. But you can, I mean, I can get you tickets, but then again, we're back to you don't like crowds. You don't like being around No, people. I don't want you tickets to the game. Don't... I want to come up there and eat and hang out well, and no. watch you broadcast. You know, <laughs> if Bill Evans wanted to come, you'd let him do it. It's just me. Of course. Of course I would. That's what I'm saying. But it's the, just uh, me. <laughs> so with Evans, it'd be just fine. No, it's not true. Bill can't come either. Right. But, well, I'll just you know. go hang out with Bill in the Hamptons. It sounds nice. Let's, let's do that <laughs> instead. I'm sure he'd love that. <laughs> hey, Robbie, Dr. Bill Evans. That's right. He's, oh, don't do that. <laughs> but he, uh, Rochelle's uh, heard that whole story about how you can't call him Dr. Bill. Oh, my God. Oh, that was hilarious. Dr. Bill Evans. Dr. Bill Evans. What, who, what kind of doctor are you? <laughs> uh, People remember Dr. Bill Evans was the weatherman for many years on Channel 7 when Joe was doing oh, yeah. traffic over there. So, like 30 years. Yeah, we all worked the, together at the, the old place. Weather guy. Right. And then uh, yeah. he would call himself a doctor, and I would be held out. an honorary degree from, like, some school nobody ever heard of. <laughs> oh, it was Dr. just Bill an Evans. honorary degree? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought, when you told me the story, you said he had a Ph.D., and I, I said, well, that means... I think it was I an mean, honorary uh, doctorate. Uh, I didn't yeah. realize it was honorary. <laughs> Dr. And he would always say it like that, so you couldn't edit it out where he do his report. Going to be 55 today, I'm not going to be living, and you couldn't edit it out, so you play it back on the show. I but thought he anyway. at least had a PhD. No. I didn't realize no. it was an honorary. Actually, I think he had two honorary doctorates, one from a school I never heard of. The other one was down at Centenary out in uh, um, uh, Hackettstown. He got a... Uh, he got a um, <laughs> two honorary guys. So he started going, like, 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 like Robbie said... Dr. Blevins, and, and <laughs> you couldn't edit it. You no. couldn't take it out. And Scott used to go berserk. Yeah. Berserk. That's amazing. Oh. You're That's not right. a doctor. And, he, and Bill would say, I have all the rights and privileges thereof. That's what it says. No, right no, he wouldn't, he wouldn't say anything to Bill. He'd come yell at me or, uh, you know, Joey, yeah. whoever was working the overnight. But listen, no one cares about any of this, so. No, they don't. Sorry, I brought no, all I this know. up. But it's what you call it. It's humorous, though, for us. Yeah, that's we, right. we entertain ourselves. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Thanks, as always. Staying in touch with us. You can do that. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com, or on any of the socials. We're going to get a YouTube channel. Yeah, I mentioned you, that? You've said this a couple times. I just don't know what we would post. After Facebook, uh, YouTube is the most used social media. I don't really think of it as a social media page, but yeah. I think what we do is just record us doing a bit every day. So it'd be like kind of the podcast, but with video. That means I I'd have to get ready Well, every you say that, but then day. what we could do is we could just have uh, a video of the little... The little lights going on the control board. Or we could just do our feet. Who wants to watch that? Why don't just, you just listen? How about we turn the lights off and it's just silhouettes? We'll be like one of those uh, videos <laughs> where they alter your voice. That'll be our, You know what we should do is we should get those morph suits that have the, uh, <laughs> the what are those, the little light? Uh, when you're on the green, the green screen? No, but like the light up things so you look like the stick people. You know what I'm talking about? No, no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> you know when you go to the fireworks and they have those little necklaces? The fireworks? When you go to fireworks and yeah. they have those necklaces that light up. Uh-huh. What are those called? I can't think of what those are called. Like a fluorescent light? Yeah, like the little light a glow of, stick. A glow stick. Thank you. They have the morph suits with the glow sticks on them, and we could just move them. I like feel little, like I'm in the middle of a scientific research study, <laughs> where there's a guy with a clipboard watching us through glass. We don't know he's there. Going, how long is it going to take these two idiots to figure out the word glow stick and go? He's got a little stopwatch. He's like, very interesting. Forty six seconds. Wow. I'm going to give an IQ of less than zero. <laughs> Jeez. This is why we don't need a YouTube yeah, page. I take it back. We don't need a YouTube channel. <laughs> we should just delete all our social media. Yeah.
<laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Being in the know, number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. Number five. Here's a delivery driver. He's dropping off a package, and they left him the uh, garage door opener. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was something that people did. That seems a little crazy to give a complete stranger your garage door opener, yeah. but they did. Well, he accidentally lets out the family's pet chicken. What? So here he is putting down the packages, <laughs> trying to get the chicken back in the garage so we can finish the delivery and get the hell out of there. I think he's talking to the chicken like the chicken knows what... <laughs> the chicken is not a dog. He doesn't understand commands or anything. I think I'd be scared. I know that a chicken can't hurt you, but I would be freaking out if I saw a chicken run out of a garage. That's so I mean, He's random. running around like a chicken right. with its head cut off. Right. <laughs> I like that little music he added there for his video, too. It's very cute. It's very clever on your part. He must have a really good YouTube page. That's a guy who deserves a YouTube yes. channel. Us? <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. Probably not. Number four, you know, uh, I'm eating crow today. It's all the foul on today's uh-huh. program because I was talking about uh, The Rock. We had that discussion about celebrities everybody likes. Oh, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has admitted he was a shoplifter when he was a teenager. Oh, really? He posted a video here. I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at the 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. Well, listen, that oh doesn't make God. it right. Now that you can afford it, you're going in and you're going to, I mean, I guess he's going oh, to make going a... going to pay it off? Yeah, he's going to give him like a huge check for more well, than just one no, bar, but still... It doesn't make it right, but at least he's attempting to... You you know, right his wrongs. I was saying that even if people didn't think he was qualified, he would still be a likable president yeah. now. I mean, you could just imagine. Yeah, he stole candy bars. He's the rock. He's a thief. <laughs> he's a crook. And I'm just, am I right? Am I just saying, folks, I approve this message because the rock is a criminal. He is. He's a bad dude. He paid for it, though. He went back. I wonder how much he had to give them. Does it say I mean, how much? they're like... Especially in the 80s, they were like 50 cents, maybe. I know, but if he stole one every single day, that's a lot. Rock, how much you owe? <laughs> what about the library? You bring back your library book? You'd be right? kind, rewind. Right? You'd be kind. <laughs> Number three, here's a list of, uh, speaking of movies, TV shows, a list of weird TV show controversies that people are still talking about. Uh, number one on the list is the Dalit's dream sequence. Oh. You remember this back in the 80s? Uh, Patrick Duffy's character died. He was gone a year, and then they renegotiated his contract. He came back, and they explained his character death as being all a dream. Ah. So the whole previous season was just a whole fantasy. The whole dream scene. Got yeah. it. There have been a couple of places we've done the show where I just want to pretend it was all a dream, like yep. it didn't really happen. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be <laughs> just, great. Somebody just conked me on the head, and now <laughs> it's over, and it's okay. <laughs> number two, Squid Game. You know that Netflix show? Of course. One of the actors, Oh Young Soo, has been indicted in... In South Korea, he's accused of inappropriately groping a woman's butt. Uh-oh. He denies it. He played uh, player 001 on the show. Oh. He is oh, he's the old 78 guy? years old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'll tell you, this is what we should do when they, uh, they you know, like a Harvey Weinstein, uh-huh. they send him in the squid game there. They'd take care of him. <laughs> Mow <laughs> him right be, down. Yeah, like a real squid game? That'd yeah. be great. That's what that'd we do great. for the people that are actual pedophiles and all of that. I think that's so, a fantastic idea. Put that headgear on him, send him in the squid game. Yes. Killing everyone out there was a... Those who win all six games will receive a handsome cash prize. I like it. Bonus story. BuzzFeed has a list of celebrities that people commonly think look alike. Oh, okay. I don't know who Nolan Gould is, but they say him and that pop star Shawn Mendes look alike. Okay. You know who Nolan Gould is? Uh, I assume he's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. He's from Modern Family. Oh, from Modern Family. That kid. Okay. Mm -hmm. John Boyega, Denzel Washington. I don't Mm -hmm. see that at all. I mean, maybe young Denzel, but Denzel's like 65. John Boyega's a kid. 
Yeah. Kelly Rowland, Donna Summer. I can see that. Yeah, maybe. She had the big hair. They were talking about having her play Donna Summer in a biopic because people oh. think she looks so much like him. I like that. Me and Chris Hemsworth. People make that mistake all the time. <laughs> Definitely. Especially these abs. Yeah. It's the abs <laughs> and the blonde hair for sure. That's right. Bonus, <laughs> bonus story for you. Even I'm not buying it. New research has found that the average couch has a lifespan of about eight years. Okay. The average couch will witness about 311 arguments, <laughs> 316 drink spills, okay, and 286, you know, dirties on, on the couch. Really? Dirty deeds done dirt cheap on the couch. I never think of the couch as being that frequently used. Well, ours is not. So <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't think of the couch. You know, you buy a used mattress, and you might have this idea that, like, oh boy, it's a used mattress. But the couch. I don't know. I think it's a good place. It's soft. It's cushy. Not even saying it's a Can bad place. Down. I'm just saying this is. You know, I would consider buying a couch. You know, oh, you're saying like a resale of a couch? And you now don't... maybe not so much. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely happens on the couch, just not on our couch. <laughs> so if anybody would like to purchase it, it's not happened. Yeah. Not so when we, we ask for 500 bucks for our couch, no, it's pristine, okay? <laughs> maybe maybe a couple cat hairs. Other than that, there's nothing happening on that couch. Nope. Just sleeping. That's it. The bed, too. You want to buy the bed? <laughs> Take the bed. It's clean. A little sunk it in where I lay. It's like <laughs> Shamu's been sleeping on his Stop mattress it. for the past couple of years. Stop. And number one, there's a new poll on airplane etiquette. It found just 19% of us think the person in the middle seat should get both armrests. Oh, I'm definitely part of that 18%. I think you got to sit in the middle, you get both armrests. That's etiquette. Oh, you do think so? I absolutely Only think Only 19% of people would agree with you. I, I am in that 19%. Interesting. I think maybe they get one armrest. They have to pick one. I don't think they get both. Because then that means if you're sitting on either side of them, you get screwed. You get no armrest if they get both of them. No, yes, you do. Because there's one on either side oh, of fine. you. fine. Then you get one. Right. Why does that guy get two? Because he's in the middle. <laughs> so it's like payback for, he should have paid more if he didn't want to sit but in the middle But sometimes seat. it's not about paying more. Some of the airlines don't let you choose your seats. You just yeah, get stuck you, in the middle. You pay enough, you can choose your okay, seat. Okay, well, you can pay enough and you can choose your seat. But sometimes I'm stuck in the middle and I want both armrests. A lot of interesting stuff in this survey. Um, a lot of people, 64% think that the person in the window seat should not have total control over whether or not the shade is up. I also agree with that. See, I don't like to sit. I like to sit in the aisle so yeah. I can get up easy. Easily. Yes. But I also like to look out the window, especially when you're uh, coming down like over a city. Mm. So it aggravates me when I've got somebody that has the shade down. So you know what I do is I take the reading light, I put it right in their eyes. I go, oh, sorry. A little retribution. <laughs> See, I'm the, I'm the person who shuts the shade because the sun's in my eyes. Well, this is why you can go sit back and coach, okay? <laughs> I'll be up here with all the uh-huh. all the bougie people. Right, okay. Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file, Anna Ferris. She's 46 today. Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block. Don Cheadle, very talented actor. Mm -hmm. Andrew McCarthy, he's 60 today. Howie Mandel, Vin Scully, died last year. Shouldn't be on the list here. Ah, okay. I hate when that happens. <laughs> also gone well, by it's not still forgotten. his birthday, is it not? Yeah, it's still his birthday, but it says he's, 90, he's not 95. Oh, okay. He's dead. Well, that's sad. Chadwick Boseman, Gary Shandling, both born on this date mm. and both dead. If Vin Scully was still around, believe me, we wouldn't have Chernoff. Let me just say. <laughs> Would have gone after Scully today. Ouch. <laughs> it's a it's a joke. Wow, it's a joke. Today wow. is the day of giving after a Cyber Monday, Black yes. Friday day of giving. Yes. It is also Electronic Greeting Day. What does that mean? Boop. 
<laughs> don't leave a message. I don't want to talk no. to you. If I'd wanted to answer the phone, I would have answered the phone. Yep, that's true. Also, this is not my phone, so lose my number. <laughs> yeah, Joe is having a good morning. When the Devils win, when they beat the Rangers, it's a happy day. Uh, you have kind of like this uh, irrational hatred of the Rangers. Yeah, it's weird. Actually, it disturbs myself even, um, to be <laughs> honest with you. Because, I, 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 you know, you really shouldn't care that much. <laughs> you no. Know? I get, I get uh, having a rivalry, though. I understand yeah, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I despise them. I absolutely oh. despise them. And, uh, you know, it's not like that with the Patriots, although I can't stand them either. I can't stand... Uh, you know, name another top the, the Houston Astros. I can't stand that Altuve guy. I you know I can't mm. stand him. <laughs> but you know the thing is, is that with the Rangers, just this visceral thing. I just ah, oh, I can't stand them. So let me ask you but, this: Like, uh, uh, I, there's a guy down the hallway here, and for whatever reason, he's wearing an Ohio State sweatshirt this morning. And I said, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" He said, "Why?" I said, "Well, Rochelle is a U of M graduate, so I have to hate Ohio State." And it's not just because of the rivalry. I mean, what I know from uh, Rochelle telling me about going to those games out there is they'll key your car, terrible you know, they'll people. throw a beer at you. Is this the way the Rangers fans behave toward a Devils fan? Uh, depends. Sometimes, okay. you know, it, I mean, there are, there are crazies, you know, everywhere, but I mean, usually it's pretty, um, you know, pretty subdued. I mean, the, uh, the rivalry, I mean, the physical part of it, although, you know, there are, there are idiots that have, you know, start fights and things, but I'm just trying to understand your hatred, you know? Oh, it's just because it's just they're there, you know. They're, you, you can, <laughs> it shouldn't back be in the old days. Back in the old days when they played at the Meadowlands, you could get up on the roof of the Meadowlands Arena and look across the way and see Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's how that's how close they were together. Sure, and um, you know. So, but then, so I'm going Thursday night, oh, and okay. I was trying to think of somebody that I could bring with me, right? <laughs> and I thought about you, but then I realized <laughs> you don't like crowds. No. You don't like being around people you don't know. <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. yeah. You'd leave after the first period. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't pay for anything anyway. <laughs> it, it'd be extra, so, extra stressful for me because if I came with you, I'd feel obligated to stay. Like I was trapped. Right, so that'd right. be even and, more stressful. Right, exactly. So so you're not going. <laughs> and also, he's, he knows nothing about hockey. I, know nothing so about I, don't, know, hockey. I don't know how fun that would and, be. And I hate the cold. <laughs> well, it does get cold in there. It's I will freezing. say that. It does. Yeah, in the, in the arena there, it does get cold. But I'll say this. Thank you for thinking of me. That's very nice. Center. Yeah. Very nice. But then I said, like I said, well, he's not going to. He doesn't like big crowds. He's mm -hmm. not going to. And then all the rest of it flooded into my mind. Too. I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes people hear Joe and I talking and they think we're just getting around. But this is real, baby. This is me. I'm, I'm yeah, he does. <clears throat> I'm out of my real. mind. I have a lot of trouble <laughs> with these things. It's true. Yeah, Joe is a little crazy about the Rangers, and I'm a little crazy about yeah, other no, no, people. Hey, listen. Everybody has their issues. You know, what are you going to do? What's your uh, feeling on the Islanders? Do you hate them, too? No, 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 no. Islander fans and Devil fans, their two favorite teams, you know what they are? Yeah. The Islanders and who's ever playing the Rangers. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of like the Red Sox fans and the Mets, whereas, you know, we don't hate the Mets if you're a Red Sox fan. But the Yankees, that's a different story. So that's kind of Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, no, the Islanders, the Islanders, I used to root for the Islanders for a little while, too. Yeah, but until before the Devils came from Colorado, I was, uh, um, I was, I rooted for the Islanders. But it was, uh. Oh man, it was great last night hearing "Let's Go Devils" in in the garden and all these different devil chants from from Newark <laughs> in the garden last night. It was great. Oh, it was just great. You're listening to TV. I'm just like, this is awesome. Oh, that's well, I'm fun. glad you're having a happy that's day. So fun. I would add, by the way, that I'm pretty sure we have a real life New Jersey devil living in the woods behind our house because I keep seeing these glowing eyes when I'm making the coffee at night, and it freaks me out. <laughs> so, there's there's no such thing. As I don't like to go out into the kitchen after. It gets 
gets dark. I let Rochelle handle it. There's something <laughs> out there in the woods. Two words for you today. Yeah. Two words for you today. Valium? Igor Sarangovich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Well, this caught my eye this morning. By the way, the whole mess is sponsored by our buddy, uh, Chef Mike. Chef Mike's at Lanning Bar and Grill, Seaside Park, with that sexy food. He brings his sexy food back. It's ChefMike'sABG.com. It's ChefMike'sABG on all the social media pages. You want to see his menu before you go, get the directions and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolling Stone has a new uh, article. They've done this before, but they've updated their list of the 100 greatest television theme songs of all time. And you think about it, TV show themes are kind of a lost art. Not every show does this anymore. Yeah. You know, they used to be like a minute and a half themes. Remember, mm-hmm. like the love boat would go on and on. There'd be 50 people yeah, in a cast. Yeah, the love boat. <laughs> I'll give you the spoiler. <laughs> Number one on their list, you know, Rolling Stones list of best TV show themes, the Jeffersons. You know, they're moving <laughs> on up. Okay. They're going to tie it number two with uh, Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. Okay. Number That's three, fair. Sanford and Son. Then they got some strangers like number four, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a CW show. Mm. I'm not familiar with that. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's oh, a classic. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. The Twilight Zone. Do, yes. do, 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 do. Fresh mm-hmm. Prince of Bel-Air, the Will Smith. Yeah. Friends. Yep. Uh, Too Many Cooks. I don't know what that is. A cartoon. Game of Thrones. Hawaii Five-0. Cheers. Uh, Cheers is a great one. And it goes on and on. A little farther down the list, number 66 is my favorite, which is the... Believe it or not, the greatest American hero. Believe it or not. <laughs> oh, that's a great song. That's a great song. Great song. <laughs> that would be your favorite. Any thoughts on this? Favorite TV show theme? Always get it stuck in your head? Um, Friends and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air definitely stand out. I yep. think that the Rembrandts only have a name because of Friends. <laughs> yes. Right. But I would have that's to the, say... That's uh, the I'll be there for you. Yes. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you hear it, you know it. That's all you think of. And I mean, that's what they're known for. But I think Curb Your Enthusiasm might be one of my favorite theme songs when you sure. hear that. Bum, 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 bum. Sure. I, <laughs> and you just see Larry David like, I don't know why. He kind of reminds me of you because he's, like, he's like crabby and he like trudges yeah. along. I look like a bald elderly man. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. What is Larry, like 75? Come on now. I'm not saying you look like him. I'm just saying, (laughs) like, your personality reminds me of him. So every time you trudge into a room, I kind of hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm song. (laughs) Shut up, Joe. How about some of the cartoon ones? The Flintstones, the Jetsons. Here comes Robbie. His friend Leroy. <laughs> his friend Leroy. I think it's his dog, his boy Leroy. Right, what is it? Whatever Leroy, it is. No, what? his son, son's Leroy. Son, son Leroy. Son yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, you got one that sticks out to you? Oh, I had a bunch of them. Just thinking, I was just, just sitting here just writing stuff down. I got Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Petticoat Junction. Remember that? The Junction. Petticoat. The Petticoat Junction. You just like that because of the girls in the water tower. And then, of course, you know, the Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, classic. a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the monkeys, welcome back, Cotter, all those back then. Also, happy days, Laverne and Shirley, too. Yeah. You I'm know? trying to think of the Laverne and Shirley one. I remember the girls, uh, what is it, Squididdle, Squidaddle, what is it? What yeah, whatever it? it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your favorite TV show theme. Rolling Stone's got a list. We want to know what you think. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. You want to sing a little bit of it. Bony po- brownie <laughs> points. Bony points. Brownie points for that. Jeez. Also get us on Facebook. Back on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Not our couch. It's your... <laughs> <laughs> well, or the bed, apparently. All yeah. right. <laughs> Try bum 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 bum. Exactly. 
picture, he said. <laughs> she said. And Nolan said, too. <laughs> now, 620. Hey, you look at the old CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It's kind of the highlight of our day every day to... Mm-hmm. Put the spotlight on these great community events, fun stuff going on for your family and friends around town, some good in the neighborhood from local businesses, organizations, community groups, charities. If you have one you'd like us to share, 732-774-4444, a public service, as we are legally required by the Federal Communications Commission to serve our communities. We do so with the CBB every single day. You can also get it to us on Facebook or at 1071theboss.com, where you can also see where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour. Mm -hmm. They pop up, give you a free Boss prizes, so you can check that out when you click Station Events, Community Events, 1071theboss.com, in addition to letting us know about your event. Jake's Boardwalk Poppin' Penguin Party. It's going on Friday night from 6 to 7. Story time, singing, dancing, arts and crafts, and a visit from Perky the Penguin. He's the Boardwalk Aquarium mascot, you might know. That's so cute. It's com slash aquarium for all the details. The Poppin' Penguin Party. It's fun to say. Be poppin'. Downtown (laughs) Somerville Holiday Jubilee is happening Friday night, 5.30 with the tree lighting. They'll have characters from Frozen. Santa Claus will be there, too. Hot Cocoa. Cookies, downtownsummerville.com for more info. The uh, 7th Annual Asbury Park Santa Run, that's going on Saturday morning at 7, so lace up those sneaks. Thousands of Santas running through the streets of Asbury Park, <laughs> all in support of the local uh, charity lunch break. You know there's one drunk guy who decided to dress his Santa to be funny on Friday night, yeah. and goes wandering home after crashing at his buddy's house on mm-hmm. Saturday morning. He's like, who, who are all these other Santas? You know, there's, there's one guy. <laughs> Christmas in Manasquan. Oh, by the way, you go to uh, Split Second Racing Net to sign up. And again, it's all in support of the uh, local charity lunch break there at Asbury Park. Christmas in Manasquan is happening uh, Sunday from noon to 3 Main Street. Hayride with Santa, ice sculpting, a whole lot more. Manasquan Tourism Commission. Just search that on Facebook. Manasquan Tourism Commission for more details. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB. The Community Bulletin Board. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning with your Chris Kringle Cash on 1071 The Boss. Hey, good morning. Good morning, America. Who is this? <laughs> this is Mary. Hey, Mary. How are you? Good. How are you today? Oh, I'm just fine. Thank you for asking. Where are you calling us from? What town? I'm from Fort Murray. Okay. And you are calling number 10, which means you're about to play for some Chris Kringle Cash. Okay, let's go. All right, we'll see how much money is in a little baggie here. First, I always ask, have you signed up at 1071thebost.com so I get you qualified for $5,000? I'm signed up already. Okay, good. So you're qualified for the five grand. We're doing that in just a couple of weeks. That's the grand prize. And right now, you pick up one, two, 200 bucks, cold, hard cash. $200. Nice going, Mary. That's great. That is nice. Tell them who is Jersey's free money radio station. 1071 The Boss. He said, she said it's just underway. Rolling Stone has a list out of the best TV show themes of all time. Friends, Brady Bunch, Twilight Zone, Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. all on the list. How about you? What is your favorite TV show theme? We got a text from 1030 that said The Partridge Family. Yeah, okay. Very memorable. Tara said MASH and agrees with you, the greatest American hero. Greatest American hero is a classic. <laughs> Joey Scarberry <laughs> is the guy that had the hit version. Joy Scarberry. <laughs> and Patricia said the Adams family. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. I mean, everybody knows. Yes. I was kind of bummed out they get that new show about Wednesday, mm-hmm. the little daughter on Netflix, and they don't use they the don't theme. They don't use it, no. It's a little darker than, than the yeah, original. They found a way to kind of work it in a little bit. Well, you know? I have a, I've only watched, I think, two episodes, so mm-hmm. they might. They might. Push it through. We'll I see. took Lola to see the uh, Adams Family cartoon. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't cute. remember if they use the theme. I, I think, think they, they do. do. I think they do. Remember MC Hammer had an Adams Family rap or something back uh, <laughs> yeah. like 1990 when that. I do. The movie with that. Angelica Houston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good morning. It's the boss. Hey, hey, hey! Merry 
Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> to you as well. <laughs> okay, you know who this is? Is this Ira? San- is this Santa? That is right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would surprise you, Roby. Super fan Ira does a Santa impression. I Man, love that, it. That made my day. For the holidays. Ira, well, I've got you on the line. Do you have a favorite TV show theme song? Oh, I used to watch a show a long, long time ago in the 1950s. The Howdy Doody Show. Oh, it's Howdy Doody time. That's a great answer, Ira. Howdy time. It's Howdy Doody time. (laughs) that Howdy (laughs) Doody. That's a great answer. Hi, it's a boss. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm working. I'm, I'm driving a forklift in Amazon right now, and I'm oh. looking at you guys in my ear. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, seriously, yeah. And you guys are getting me through my morning, trust me. Aww. Well, we're glad to do that. Do you got a favorite TV show theme you want to tell us? Oh, yeah, Rockford File. Rockford File. That was a hit record. Mike Post. That's a great answer. I love it. Yeah, and uh, if you guys ever did a YouTube channel, trust me, I would be watching you. Well, that, that sounded a little <laughs> ominous. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I just, I, I listen to you guys because I love your voices. You make me laugh in the morning. Get me going. And I'm glad you guys are on the radio. And I really love to hear you guys on the radio. Well, oh, thank you. Thank yeah, let me you. tell you, you'd be happy to see Rochelle strutting around, but Joe yeah. and I, not so much, all right? <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Favorite TV show theme. What's your favorite TV show theme song? Rolling Stones get a new list. We want to know what you think. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. That's your He Said. She Said. More coming up. It's, it's He Said. It's she Said. And Rochelle. Presented by Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, Seaside Park. He's bringing sexy food back. Chef mm. Mike, chefmikesabg.com or Chef Mike's ABG on all the social pages. When you see some pictures, check out the menu. It's a great spot. We have dined there with our friend uh, Captain Dan. Yes. The mariner of the Gurdon State. Mm-hmm. So we highly recommend uh, Chef Mike. Good guy, good place. Talking about uh, your favorite TV show theme song, Rolling Stone has done this before, but they've just released a fresh list of the 100 greatest theme songs of all time. They put the Jeffersons, you're moving on up to the east side at number one. (laughs) I didn't want to go play all the themes. I figured I'd sing them for you. That was great. Thank you for that. (laughs) Favorite TV show theme, you know, a little earworm. Got a text from 3336 that said the Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes is a great answer. It's a great answer. Just had John Schneider on, Bo Duke himself. Yeah. Janet and Angela both agree. The Golden Girls theme. That's a great one. <laughs> That's another one that was also a hit. A lot of these are also hit songs, in addition to just being TV show Thank themes. Thank you for being. Sorry. For the, uh, the one on the show is, is a girl singing, and I forget her name, but uh, Andrew Gold. Is oh, the, yes. Uh, he had a hit with it. Oh, okay. I don't know that I've ever heard that. I think, a, I've, yeah. I think I've only ever heard the Golden Girls. Well, it's the same song. It's just a guy singing it, I and know, he had a, he had a I, top 40 hit with it back in the 70s. I don't think I would like that, because it needs to just be the... The original. TV show thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And James said, Sesame Street and The Simpsons. Yeah, The Simpsons is just... Uh, the Simpsons. Right. I guess there's music after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. How about Cheers? Oh, uh, yeah. Cheers is on the mm. list, I think, top 10 yeah. for Rolling Stone. That's a good one. You got a second? You got a backup one? No, I don't, unfortunately. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. I just figured I'd see how deep you wanted to go. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Matter of fact, speaking of Cheers, you and I did uh, a week of shows out in Boston, mm-hmm. and we went to the Cheers bar. We got everybody sitting at the bar to sing the theme song. I think we have some audio of that somewhere here. Making your way in the world today. Oh, God. <laughs> People only know the chorus. <laughs> So 
pretty good. Come that's on. That's pretty good. And <laughs> <laughs> I was harassing patrons at the bar. That's That was so harassment great. is what that was. So great. All right, we'll keep that going uh, all day on the text. Connect 732-774-4444 or on the boss Facebook page.